Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Thank you, Zach Dresch. Each week, such perfection on that. By the way, Zach's going to be part of today's show later in the hour to talk about his headlining comedy next Friday, June 23rd at Boss's Comedy Club in T. Coming up in a few minutes, actor-singer Valerie Ahrens is in the premier Playhouse production of Grease. That opens tonight at the Orpheum in downtown Sioux Falls. Plus, we'll tell you who or what gets this week's honorable mention, as well as choose another winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to me Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day and your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday, so a day early, we start the party. Whatever you're drinking, whatever you are drinking it in, lift it up and toast it to being able to sit outside and enjoy music. Mm, love this time of year. The Levitt at the Falls, in full swing now. Weekends downtown have plenty of musicians playing the streets. Restaurants and bar patios, keeping it local. In fact, tonight, my love and I will be headed out to the Barrel House to catch Nobody You'd Know. The very cleverly named duo is actually Michael Sorensen and Pierce Hoffman. Both have been previous guests on the show. But again, lift them high to listening to music outdoors. The Weekend Eve Toast is brought to you by The Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun, and that is best had with friends. Have fun playing darts, shooting pool. Have fun listening to a great live music from local musicians. How about uh, having fun singing uh, there by being karaoke contestants? Yes, have fun. You don't have to be a contestant. You just do it for fun, too. But have fun testing your knowledge at trivia. Maybe you need some room to hold a company party. Maybe a benefit you have going on. Well, the sky's got this big back room. You can use it. No matter what's going on at the sky, it's local and it's lively. It's time to choose a lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram is automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. We pick a winner each week. This week, we say congratulations to Rebecca Merriman. We'll be in touch with you, Rebecca, to get you all set up with some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster is brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, sonnyspizzeria.com. What made Dave smile this time around? 
The Rainbow Chorus of Sioux Falls. Spectacular. They had their, what they called their coming out concert. They had done a couple of uh, public events already, but last Thursday in downtown Sioux Falls, they put on a great show. Beautiful music and beautiful people. That's enough said. Just that right there. Beautiful music and beautiful people. The Rainbow Chorus of Sioux Falls. Congratulations. You are this week's winner of Honorable Mention. Later in the show, comedian-musician Zach Dresch. Up next, actor-singer Valerie Ahrens on the Dave Holly Hour. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items, too. TJS Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E. M-O-F-F-I-T-T or call 605-929-0964 He's a bit flirtatious but most of all, fun. Once again, here's Dave Hawley. Welcome back everybody. I'm just going to say it flat out and not try to be cute with it this time but it's always a pleasure to talk about Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment, and boy, do we have some fun stuff to talk about, because this being Thursday, it's opening night for Greece, and we have one of the actors here that's going to talk about her role, as well as the production in, in general, in many ways. Uh, but then also, I think we need to start, Valerie Ahrens, with some really big and cool news that you have. Yes. You're going to be singing the national anthem at a Twins game. Yes. Oh, I am wow. so excited. That is very cool. How did the process take place and uh, what made you want to do it and so forth? Well, um, it actually it had been something I'd always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds silly to some, but it was kind of on my bucket list. And while I was working with you mm -hmm. on theater at night for yeah, premiere premieres, it, right? the um, submission window was open. And so... I went in and recorded an MP3 uh -huh. at the Warehouse Recording Studios. With Marco's, Mark Dom. Yep, he yeah. was nice enough to um, spend a little time with me to record that, um, and just so we could record on some quality equipment. But you can't auto tune, yeah, because you have to deliver what you right. promise. Exactly. You know? And so I submitted um, my audition MP3, and then um, early this week. I got a phone call from the um, Minnesota Twins asking if I would come on July 3rd wow. to sing the anthem. They'll be playing the Kansas City Royals. So immediately 
my parents bought tickets and that's fantastic yeah my grandma will be coming with on the trip and so Ooh. i'm that'll you, be the biggest crowd i've ever sang in front yeah, of yeah and and that's going to be cool because you know fourth of july the next day you're basically going to be fourth of july i'm guessing First of all, twins are doing fairly well. Yeah. Uh, second of all, it's going to be a very long holiday weekend for many. Yes. So it's probably going to be jam-packed there. I, have I will a be really nervous. Really good feeling about it that it's going to be, yeah, like you said, biggest audience uh, you've ever performed in front of. What's been the second biggest then? Um, a last-minute anthem for the home season opener for a stampede game. Okay. Um, they called me last minute and said, "Our anthem singer is sick. Can you come in and do it?" And I didn't realize it was season opener home season opener right and i walked out onto the ice and every seat was full and i kind of got a deer in the headlights look like oh <laughs> and um that was probably a three-minute anthem i i don't know why but that thing took me forever to sing but afterwards my phone blew up everyone's texting me like i just saw you sing the anthem mm -hmm. and so that's probably the biggest, second biggest crowd. Excellent. After the yeah, so, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, I'm not a Twins fan per se, uh, but uh, I will definitely be watching that game. Exciting. See Very if they exciting have it stuff. Beforehand. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm so happy for you and so Thank proud you. of you. And just uh, think that it's going to be a wonderful part of your life. And you get to, like you said, check off a bucket list thing. Uh, but also, what a fun thing to put on a resume for a performer. I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> so I'm I'm very much looking right. forward to it. And, and you have sung it before, like you said, you know, the uh, the Stampede. And uh, you've also sung uh, for the Canaries, haven't you? Sung for the Canaries, yeah. uh, sing the anthem several times out at Husets. Okay. Um, a couple different events. It started, it all, everything, all of this started with answering a Facebook ad they were looking for an anthem singer for uh, the Roller Dolls uh -huh. many years ago. And so then I went and sang the anthem for the Roller Dolls, then became their medic for several years and even got a roller derby name. So I was so honored. <laughs> and then it kind of just continued to morph and develop. And here we are today. So what is the Roller Dolls name that you were given? Um, Ace Bondage. <laughs> <laughs> I love the playoff of words that they have oh, yeah. for names on everybody. It's so great. That is a, that's a fun one, no doubt. All right. So the last time that you were on the show, um, you said, "Well, you know, I'm I'm not going to be in Rewinder anymore, and I really want to focus on acting and being on stage." You've kind of done that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so as you mentioned, we got to work together yeah. uh, in the theater at night uh, back in the premiere premieres back in February. Uh, but now you're in a big musical and it's uh, it's got a pretty good sized cast. Uh, you are in Greece that opens tonight yes. at the Orpheum. And uh, we're not going to be there tonight, but we will be there on Saturday night then. Catch, catch the 7 o'clock show then. Uh, and very much looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I was a teenager when the movie came out. And I had already known a little bit about it because I also would follow the Tonys. So I knew that there was a musical called Grease. And so is it playing more so to the movie that most of us are familiar with? Or are we going back to the roots of the uh, musical? Actually, we'll be going back to the roots of okay. the musical. Um, it is actually based out of Chicago originally. Mm -hmm. And so working on our Chicago accents has been challenging. 
Um, All you got to do is say Ditka. Yeah. Ditka. Yeah. Ma'am. You know, we're, <laughs> we're working on it. Um, but um, there is a lot of familiarity from the movie. So people who like okay. the movie will also see a lot of pieces that um, resonate with them as well. So it doesn't deviate actually too far from the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looking forward to it. And what role are you? So I originally auditioned for um, Rizzo <laughs> and I got a call back from Miss Lynch. Uh-huh. So that kind of, you know, reminded me how old I was. But um, I do play that role really well simply because I have teenagers uh-huh. and, you know, I am um, older than a majority of the cast. And so I already kind of have a mom like or right. principal like presence so i play the principal miss lynch and so it it fits well the uh-huh. role fits very well now uh, i've always loved that role uh, i think it's you know one of the underrated roles uh because everybody concentrates on you know the, the major four mm-hmm. to six characters and so forth but man i just love the way that you know especially when it comes graduation time and now she's almost teary yep. uh, about everything and what was it that uh, when you started to delve into this role that you really went oh i'm glad i got this well there is a special relationship between um sunny mr latier mm-hmm. and miss lynch in both the film and the musical and it wasn't actually until um, one of the last dress rehearsals where it kind of dawned on us that that relationship stems from Miss Lynch has a soft spot for Sonny and she knows that he's a good kid and a smart kid and he's a kind kid and he can do so much better than repeating senior year over and over and over again. And that's <laughs> why she's so tough on him. And I resonate with that. I really relate to that. And that's, you know, why I, feel comfortable in my role and why I feel like this is definitely um, the right role for me. They did really well casting this musical. We didn't have a chance uh, to talk much after we had done premiere uh, premieres. Uh, what about that experience? That was probably, um, it's going to remain one of the most memorable experiences I've ever had simply because the cast was so small mm-hmm. and so tight and um, Mo wrote such a wonderful, wonderful piece. It took me probably six read-throughs to not cry <laughs> <laughs> when I'm supposed to be delivering my lines. And um, the relation, the dynamics between everybody in theater at night was um, there's no way to compare yeah, between the dynamic between everybody. Yeah, and that and the dynamics within the cast, too, just is a a very special time. It was. You know, and and we talk so often on the show about uh, theater family, uh, and uh, obviously yours is growing uh, quite a bit over the past, uh, let's see, because you were in uh, Christmas Carol? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my first one. Yeah, so you've done three shows now. Yep. I get to work with Mo and Grease really closely, actually, because she plays Vince Fontaine. Yes, that's right. Oh. She plays a, a kind of a sleazeball. Yeah. Know. Boy, she's really good at it. I have the feeling, you know, we all think of Mo, you know, oh, hi, how are you? She's yep. a, just this dear, dear young lady. Yes. Uh, but boy, there's a lot of depth to her. And I am looking forward to seeing that because, 
You know, it's like, okay, well, she's playing Vince Monte. She's oh, so good at it. And I just start thinking of what is possible in this for her. Yeah. She she does this thing where she makes eyes at me and like like wiggles her eyebrows in this like skeevy <laughs> way. And I want to take a bath and go to church immediately afterwards. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how you do that, but you are grossing me out. <laughs> and if Mo can do that out of all people, she's she just plopped right into that role and she just oh my gosh it's so fantastic yeah. watching her play just this just this pervy radio dj <laughs> so funny i used to be one of those you still are one of those oh yeah true shut up Dave. <laughs> all right so what about the, the singing career i miss live music okay. terribly yeah. um i miss it i miss it i miss it and every time we go watch another band perform um, my husband has to give me the pep talk mm -hmm. that, yes, you will do this again mm -hmm. in the future, whenever that is. There's room in your life for this, too. Just go and enjoy yourself, you know, because I get a little green with envy, you know, yeah. watching them. And so for right now, I'm going to do theater. And okay. um, we've got a couple of us that are... Um, Potentially putting something together. So, okay. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, Bear's been very good about supporting you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. He knows theater and live music are so very different from each other. Um, when I did the band thing, I was the main character every show. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm front and center. And in theater, that's not the case. A majority of the cast members are not primary roles, simply put. True. And but every single piece of theater has its place and every single piece is important to build the entire production. And so um, that was a different dynamic that I had to come to terms with. And um, I love it. I'm, I'm really learning how to enjoy the even the smaller roles so that I can learn more about set building and learn more right. about um, theater terminology and some of the the etiquette and mm -hmm. different things like that so it's fun i i desperately miss singing in a band though so. yeah but but at least you know in a, a show like grease obviously a lot of music in that one and yeah. you know back in the carol christmas carol yep. uh but uh you know this is a little more popular type music that yep. people are going to remember uh based off of already having seen the movie and so forth but so you get a chance to do that so that show person comes out the acting person comes out, the singer comes out, and you kind of hit the hit the ball, didn't you? Yeah, I, I definitely um, hit the jackpot. And with being in some of these smaller roles, um, it gives me the opportunity to um, learn more about acting. Mm -hmm. I can I can sell a Journey song or a Toto song, like I right. can. I know how to do that, but when it comes to kind of you really have to be vulnerable on stage and kind of expose yourself a little bit in order to allow some of those um, acting skills to come out. And that can be intimidating if it's not something that you're not coached on. And so um, like Oliver is directing and Casey Kustak is um, assistant director for Greece. And both of them have, been really good about like tutoring me and like uh -huh. giving me tips and pointers and kind of pointing me in the right direction and how to um how to portray it and how it w seems like it looks in my head like I have an image of how it looks in my head 
but the person sitting in the audience is going to look different to them. And so they're helping me consider that. And so there's a lot of facets to it that I didn't initially realize, but um, I enjoy the learning process. For yeah. Sure. And, and talking of that, uh, the people that you're learning from are yeah. absolutely amazing as oh, well. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a very good way to build upon things that you already love uh, and, you know, hone those skills. Uh, but another thing that you are involved with, which just got started. In yeah. fact, when we were doing uh, theater at night is when Bo McGregor brought it up. Yes. He wanted to start a rainbow chorus in yes. Sioux Falls. And now uh, you've uh, been out in public a few times. I missed you, though, on Thursday night when they did the coming out concert. But yeah. I, I'm sure it's because you were probably a little busy with rehearsals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I could have gone and shown up for performances and mm -hmm. Um, all that, but I didn't think it was fair because I had been missing rehearsals due oh, to right. grease rehearsals. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to respect the people who have been showing up for rehearsals mm -hmm. and uh, let them perform. You know, I would have loved to be a part of that, but I am just so darn proud of them. They've really built something amazing. And the feedback that I'm seeing right. online and hearing in person is phenomenal. They're really doing something fantastic. And I would not be involved or have known about it were it not for theater at night and mm -hmm. having met Bo and yeah, so fantastic, fantastic thing that they're building and so excited. So I'll probably join their next concert series. Okay, after Greece is done, and and you're literally on board, as in on the board. Yeah, your board yes. members. So if they a yeah. little extra duty there too. Yep, if they haven't decided that i'm too busy for that yet but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to say um it was spectacular i mean the music and the uh the coming out stories that everyone had it was an incredible night uh, very moving and uh that's i've been to that church several times and that's the most number of people i've ever seen in it uh, so the response, like you said, and just amazing. Uh, Del Hubers, of course, uh, as the Phenomenal. artistic director. Phenomenal. You know. I couldn't believe, even in the rehearsals that I was able to go to, the um, absolute, I mean, he would give out feedback and we'd try it again and things would shift a little bit and our ears would perk up. And, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Boy, all it took was just, you know, one little tweak and we've got something good going on here. And the people in the choir are there to be are, because they want to be there. Yeah. Fantastic people. Um, I always tell my son when I drag him with me places that this is, you're going to be the least self-conscious you'll ever feel around these people. He's like, you always say that every time you take me somewhere. And I'm like, I only hang out with people that make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> the way it should be. That's right. Yeah. And the people in the choir are just fantastic, yeah. absolutely fantastic. And, uh, you know, great crowd, but uh, you talk about that choir, that's a stellar choir, too. They sound terrific, don't wow. they? yeah. Just fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, uh, one of them uh, lives down below the Dipsy Doodle Studios. Well, I'll Mar be Mara Henricks, yeah. That's great. Yeah, and uh, she had her testimonial uh, that she gave that night, too. And I, I told her afterward, I said... Uh, Mar, you've never looked as tall and uh, looked as beautiful as you did the way you were glowing right after you did that. It's really yeah. a space of 
safety and empowerment Mm -hmm. and inclusiveness. And I, I just couldn't be happier about it. So fantastic. So lots going on for you. Yeah. My husband misses me. My dogs miss me, but that's why we're still married because (laughs) I'm never around. So. (laughs) All right. And is he still playing? No. (laughs) No, he's not. No. Okay. No, he, uh, I voluntold him to be in a Christmas Carol with me. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was the beginning and the end of his acting career. Um, not a huge fan, <laughs> um, but he is very supportive. And I'm sure if I, you know, if they needed some muscle behind stage, mm-hmm. I could convince him. All right. Uh, because uh, he would be a perfect candidate uh, that we're going to have. I don't know if it's going to end up a series or if it's just going to be more of a round table that we want to do. And it will be the entertainment widows and widowers. He would be a perfect candidate yeah, the, for that. The people that uh, sit back and let their significant other, spouse, whatever, be who they are and be involved in everything. Yeah. And uh, they're the ones that don't like to talk, but we're going to make them talk. That sounds great. <laughs> because I just think it's going to be, uh, you know, for some people, they're in stuff together mm-hmm. and they get that opportunity. In fact... Uh, Amy and Matt Morrison were on just a few weeks back, and they had both been in company and played a husband-wife in company. And they said uh, that has been the most fun thing they've ever done together, entertainment-wise. I loved doing A Christmas Carol with him because we were in the Fezziwig scene together. So we had to waltz together. And every single show, every single rehearsal... We would do the waltz and I would giggle and giggle and I would laugh and laugh. And I just thought it was the most fun in the Hoyd world. And he was having fun simply because I was having fun. Yeah. And so that was a, that was a really neat experience, especially for um, a spouse who isn't really into that kind of stuff necessarily. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. All right. Uh, it's always fun talking to you. And uh, we, we still need to get out and uh, have lunch again sometime. Yeah. We had the famous Dave's. In fact... My wife and I had Famous Dave's the other night, and I thought of that. And it's like, last time I was here was with Valerie. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll have to do lunch again. <laughs> that we will. Uh, but in the meantime, you're going to be busy with the uh, opening of Grease tonight. And how many runs is that? Oh, well, there's quite a few. So we yeah. go 15th through the 25th, I believe. Okay. And I do believe we have several... Matinees. Several yes. of the 2 o'clocks, which yes. you can find online... You know, and if uh, if neither of us actually remembers the actual website off the top of our heads, just put in the Premier Playhouse. And, and get an your tickets. E at the end of Premier. Yes, and get your tickets directly from the Premier Playhouse website. There's a lot of ticket sites out there that want to um, gouge you. And um, tickets are not $100 a piece, people. <laughs> <laughs> go to the Premier Playhouse website, call them up, go to the ticket booth. Get your tickets, get your butts in the seats. Exactly. We'd love to see you there. Because it's going to be great. So, obviously, uh, dancing in this one, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I even I even get to wear a Grease Lightning outfit. Oh. I look fantastic. <laughs> if you don't say so yourself. Uh, <laughs> I always I don't I look doubt fantastic. It. Well, you know what? <laughs> see, that's a great tie-in to what we were talking about with Rainbow Chorus. Yeah. You know, uh we're on a movement to get rid of body shaming. We're on yeah. a movement to get rid of uh, gender identity uh, standards, I think, standards and, and so forth. Yeah. It's just, you know, wow, 
we're we're getting somewhere finally yep. on everything. Get rid of it. This yeah. is what a, this all bodies are good bodies. Exactly. And uh, mine has done some pretty significant things, so <laughs> I'm going to celebrate it. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So the final two questions, as always. Question number two doesn't always have to happen because it depends on what is answered in number one. Sure. When you're not part of the entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Oh, TikTok. I like TikTok. Um, <laughs> I think that was the same answer I gave last yep. time. Um, my dogs. Okay. I love my dogs. They are very entertaining. And um, I like to sleep a lot. And then I like to go out and catch other musicals and mm-hmm. plays and live bands, um, shows that come to town. Um, I prefer to see the local entertainment but yeah, yeah. as do we yeah, yeah very much so any other hobbies then um let's see we got the singing we got the dancing we got the acting um i'm sure there's a oh, karaoke i still do karaoke oh, and we still got to do that together oh wouldn't that be fun yes yes and uh someday i'll try my hand at stand-up i don't know i'll let you know all right <laughs> well speaking of that our next guest on the show is Zach Dresch, and he's going to be here to talk about the show that he's headlining uh, next Friday, That's the so 23rd, exciting. and his opening and host will be Emily Wilson. That's fantastic. And then some guy that's like 60 and looks like Santa and uh, has a podcast is going to be the feature act in between. Who's that guy? Hmm. Who could it be? Gee, I wonder. <laughs> It's me! Yay! Uh, (laughs) So proud of you guys. Thank you. Valerie, excellent. Always have fun chatting with you. Looking forward to having lunch again. But most importantly, I'm going to be having my butt in a seat on Saturday night for Greece. I'm excited. Wave real big. I will do that. Okay. Okay. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Support the Dave Holly Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup in the lower left corner of www.davehollyhour.com. Oh, goodness, people. Yep, you're ready for it, aren't you? It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And I already talked about him earlier in the open because, well, he's the guy that reads the open. And he never misses a single word. 
or timing every week. I have perfect pitch. You do. I make sure it sounds the same every week. Uh, it's amazing. And I it know. Does. <laughs> Zach Dresch, comedian slash musician slash voiceover slash damn fine friend. How are you? Good, my friend. How are you, Dave? If I were any better, I wouldn't be any better. It, shit, I blew my own line. <laughs> I'm better now that I see you. Oh, right back at you. Okay, there we go. Gosh, we'll I... fix that in editing. No, we won't. No, we won't. No, we'll we're just going to have fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, by, by the way, I do have a cute little thing now. What is that? Uh, you know, something because I rarely edit the actual conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes somebody will just completely blank out uh, for a minute. And, and they're, and they're like, like, they don't want to keep it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to keep it there. Uh, so uh, a guy that was uh, telling me about audio production and so forth, does a lot of voiceover work, and said, buy a little $5 dog clicker from Amazon. And it goes like this. But when you're playing it back, you'll see a little spike all the way to the top in your waveforms and so forth. Oh, wow. So you know where it is. So it's like, ah, so you don't have to sit there and listen to the whole thing. Again. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I, I thought, man, that's kind of cool. So I, I do use that now, but uh, it's rare. It's Seriously. In, in uh, this is 184 episodes. Um, so just roughly 350 different interviews. Mm -hmm. And in that time, I've had to edit four times. Oh, well, I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so. that's pretty good. Yeah. You're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to always, always happy to see you. And, Likewise. Uh, you've been uh, busy, busy, busy as per usual, uh, because yes, uh, you are Mr. Comedy, uh, but you are also Mr. Gosh, is there another band that I can be in? Oh yeah, there yeah. is yet. Uh, I think so. Okay, yes. all right. Either fill in or replacement. I don't know. All right, but uh, main reason is the company that's here on today. Yes, because otherwise some people say, "Oh, you just had Zach on not too long ago, running out of guests." No, I have hundreds yet to get to. <laughs> uh, but sometimes things are in a time sense that we need to get to. Yes, such yeah. is the case because here it is Thursday, but one week from tomorrow. June 23rd, a Friday evening at Boss's Comedy Club in T. You are the headliner. Yes. Excellent. And guess who's the feature? You. Me. <laughs> yes. How about that? <laughs> and our dear friend Emily Wilson, the host and opener. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Also fantastic interview with her last week, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Or is it two weeks ago when it airs? A week. Uh, it's a week no, or so. It was a week ago, I think. Yes. Yeah. On that one. Yeah. Wasn't it? <laughs> well, it was I, fantastic. I, I, I actually do have a database where I keep track of all the... Uh, in, individuals that i've uh, interviewed right yeah. yeah and we're getting close to number 300 oh wow there you go yeah but uh our, our friend alicia rain yes yeah she was number 100 oh nice and when i announced that to her on the show she goes Wee. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out so, so i give her out. i give her grief about that from time to time i'm a little bummed i wasn't on episode 182 oh uh, <laughs> blink and it's gone i know right yeah <laughs> but I'll take 184. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you're going to be headlining down there at uh, T at Boss's Comedy Club. Yes. How can people get tickets? How much are they? Et cetera, et cetera. Well, I believe a table is, I think, 75. 95. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, you get seven people at it. Yep, and then 16 yeah. for one ticket. Okay. And yeah, you get a discount if you get a table. So there we go. Get all your friends together. 
uh, carpool, all that good stuff. And yeah. and uh, we're going to have a good time. Doors 530, show at 7. Yeah, I like that too. Time it's early, wise. so it's like, oh, yep. show's over at 830-ish. And, yeah. yeah, and at uh, this time of year, you can go out and still go, oh, sun's still up, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be. It's weird doing a comedy show, and when it's over, the it's still sunny. It's sunny. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, I suppose uh, you know because we also both do trivia, right? Uh, you feel that way when you get out of trivia now too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh wow! Don't I have to turn on the lights? Okay. Yeah, it took uh, Becca and I a while to figure out a rhythm that would uh, not drag. It's, it's uh, not. I don't say drag as in how we're doing it, but uh, wait time between questions. Right. That's the trick. That's yeah. like. Uh, if it's a trickier round, I do about 40 seconds. How long do you usually wait between questions? Uh, I kind of look around to see who's written something down. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And if they're still perplexed. Feeling the vibe? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, we read usually, the room. Yeah, yeah, Becca's the timer, and I'm just like, I'm trying to get a bite of my cheeseburger. It's <laughs> like, it's time. Oh, well. <laughs> see, yours starts at 6.30. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine starts at 7. Okay. So I've had time to get my burger in. Sure, sure. Yeah, and that's always a good thing. Right. Yeah. We, we love it uh, that uh, we have so many different places now you can play trivia as well. Yeah. So many different themes that uh, that just astound me. There was one week I couldn't make it to uh, a friend of mine did Weird Al trivia. And I was just like, <laughs> how like I would win this bare, like, no holds barred. Right. I would, I would just dominate. But no, it was not my week. It was not supposed to be there. Have you, have you had to do either... Game of Thrones, or what's that teen wizard kid's name? Oh, Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. I was saying that sarcastically. Oh, right. Have you had to do those themes at all? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Don't ever do it. Yeah, it gets people really riled up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they get PO'd. I think we had one Game of Thrones question once, but it had more to do with uh emmy award-winning actor on game of thrones did this or something and it was right. peter dinklage yeah but um yeah i think by the time i started doing trivia the show had been over for a year or two mm-hmm. and then harry potter and obviously the film series had been done for a few years but i'm sure they'll always find a way oh. to make it come back well in those harry potter fans they will be the ones that will say well you know in chapter seven of the united kingdom printing book oh it was this, not that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Noted that yeah. uh, if 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 we ever want to do that, we will turn yes. the ops other turn cheek. away from it right now. Run. Right. Yeah, I <laughs> tend to avoid if it's a book and a movie, I avoid it. Yeah, because uh, the book people oh, will true. make it known. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we have one of those in this household. <laughs> and it's you. <laughs> Yeah, it's your cat, you isn't it? It's, your it's cat. Lucy. It's Lucy. Yes, yep. Lucy. Lucy is the one that will do that all the time. Right, I knew it. <laughs> all right. So, what kind of comedy can people expect next Friday night? Uh some newer stuff. I've been working. I've been. Um, I've been getting really back into comedy again because for a while I kind of fell off the wagon, uh, doing open mics, so to speak. But I realized that open mics are extremely important to kind of overcome any sort of nerves or stage fright. Um, cause when you do it so much, it just becomes old hat. And then it's just like, Oh, it's just another show I'm doing. I'm mm-hmm. actually, I'm more excited about this headlining show because I'm active as a comedian more frequently than I used to be. Um, not that I wasn't excited about the other shows, right. but I was not performing as often as far as mm-hmm. telling jokes goes. Cause I was just 
there's so much going on and everything. And so now that I'm active and doing it at least twice a week, I'm I'm more focused and more in the moment again, like I used to be. Right. And so I'm enjoying it more than I have in a while. And I've gotten to reconnect with the comedy community because I had been going to open mics like, unfortunately, only like once a month. And it was just like I needed a night to rest because I've been doing so much stuff. Um you know, with like booming and stuff going on. I just needed a, uh, some time. I needed a night to take off to rest and open mic nights were unfortunately the nights I had to choose. So now that I'm back at it, it's, it's been really refreshing to, uh, get back out there and try out new material and, uh, kind of filter out the old stuff. Cause I'm just tired of telling it. And it's just <laughs> like some of the old stuff you'll, I'll keep because like I have friends that really like it and they'll say, keep it in there. It's good. Right. So, I mean, you got to do that, but, um, and you always have to remember you're going to have a different audience each time too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But uh, I I would say, well, you've got a little time off because you don't have Improv Falls in the summertime. Right. Yeah. But you've got so many other projects you were involved in. Yeah. Uh, So let's just uh, give it a rundown. (laughs) Uh, Is there any band uh, that starts with the letter A that you Uh, have? I. Mm, No, no, no bands with A. B. Uh oh, I was in a band called Bitterroot. Uh actually 10 years ago with a bunch of my father's friends. Um well, I've considered them friends too, but right. my father knew them first. And it was like a blues rock trio kind of thing that was super fun, but uh, the singer moved away into Tennessee. So uh that's been kind of non-existent for like 8 years, but I liked the stuff that we we did. It was fun. There's well, some... I I will save the listening audience going through each letter of the alphabet. But how many <laughs> more? Uh, at least two or three. Yeah, two and D, two and the D's. Yeah, dual purpose Just, and yeah. the disarmed. Yeah, so true. Yeah. yeah, and shock value, uh, which is a new one. That's right. We have a album release in july okay so that'll be fun we're playing our new album and uh and will that be part of a festival by any chance yes uh four winds music and art festival yeah yeah the disarmed are playing that as well uh disarmed is friday night shock valley is saturday and i'm and it's a three-day event and i'm emceeing the whole thing so i need drugs Uh, (laughs) or energy drinks whatever you got um it's gonna be fun i'm really excited because that is the weekend that people really show up and support local arts and entertainment especially with music um because it's all these bands playing mainly originals just giving it all they got and everyone's excited the energy is just great last year was a blast and this year is going to be even bigger and better and i think they're gonna keep doing it every year and just blowing it up even more so Mm -hmm. yeah how did you get involved with it just because you wanted to be in it or uh did somebody approach you and and say hey uh here's what we kind of like to do can you help us out yeah, it was a mixture of the two. Uh, the the runner, the main runner of the festival is Corey Church, is his name. He used to live in town here. Uh, he is a, a, a pr- show promoter and booker of uh, Nice Enough Entertainment. And he and his friend Justin Strawstone, shout out to those guys. they uh been running shows all across the Midwest and across the country um, over the last few years. And this has been kind of Corey's vision for the last eight or seven or eight years. Uh, they took a break during COVID, obviously, but... Um, it's it started with like eight bands in one night uh and it's expanded to like dozens and dozens of bands and uh it's a three-day festival at multiple venues so it's crazy it's awesome oh at multiple venues even yeah yeah mainly at icon i think they're doing some stuff at david too um okay so it's going to be kind of all across the map so yeah 
It's going to be great. You'll be hopping. Yeah. You'll be busy, boy. Yeah. I need a mobilized scooter, honestly. I kind of want to get a mobilized scooter. You know, funny you say that. <laughs> Yesterday, we were out uh, for a drive last night, I guess it was. And um, I see a motorized scooter out there on somebody's boulevard. It didn't have a free sign in front of it, but it also didn't say, don't take me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thought, Man, I bet somebody could use that. I could use that. Yeah. 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 Well, hmm. wish we'll I'd see. known that part beforehand. I'd at least knocked on the door. I wonder if it's gone now. Yeah. It's probably and, gone. And said, is it o OBO? Will 50 bucks do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does it have a cart? Does it have like I can put my stuff in it? Yeah. But no, it'll be fun. All right. Hey, one event that uh, we did not get to be in together, and we talked about this last time you were here. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, was Last Comic Standing. Uh, yes. Which raised uh, some great funds for Junior League of Sioux Falls. Huge crowd. Wow. Yeah. Was yeah. I saw very, the photos. It looked yeah, amazing. Very, very good crowd. Uh, and our friend uh, Nathan Holtz uh, came out on top on that. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Very well deserved. And, oh, yeah. you know, Nate just has his this style. Uh, even the way that he stands and and folds his arms, things like that, you just see it that you know the kid's oh, yeah. got it. And He's got an everyman style, yeah, every very much style. So. Yep. Um, if it's it's, I'm of the of the belief that um. He is the godfather of our scene. He would slap me if he heard right. me say that. I'm sure if he's listening right now, he's yelling at his radio or his his car stereo and just going, shut up, Zach. Um, <laughs> but no, like he has kept it going uh, during its brightest and its darkest moments when yeah. there was times where we had to change venues all the time uh, with, with, with stuff in the past um, and everything. And so he just helped us keep it going no matter what. And so I always champion Nate as a guy that's kept it together. So. Yeah, and uh, it, so well worth it, too, in terms of what we have now. Right. Because, you know, that was uh, whew, nine contestants, nine finalists in that yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that there were some that kind of stood out just basically from, um, you know, crowd response and so forth. Right. Uh, but the judges had to have a hell of a time going through those. I imagine. Uh, because there were so many different things that would have been close. I never saw what an actual tally for the different categories and so forth was. Right. Just yeah. knew who the top three were when I was given that envelope. Um, but it was top-notch stuff, you know. And, yeah. And uh, very, very good competition, but it was lacking Zach. Oh, yeah. you're too kind. Well. I, I, I'm, I regret. I really wish I could have been a part of that. I was, yeah, but I, you took the safe route because you headlined in Sioux City that night, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So you took the guaranteed cash. Right. Instead of, of the chance of 500. Right. Right. <laughs> Maybe next year. We'll see. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I, I would uh, enjoy seeing you in that. Yeah. Does Nate get, to, if, if, uh, I wonder if he gets to compete again, if he, uh, next year, if it happens, you know. I don't know. That's, that's a, a really that's good curious. question. Uh, because then, um, He'd still have to submit just like everybody else. So then would it be, ah, well, you know, we had him last year. <laughs> yeah, because what we did, we do with bosses is the end of the year comic competition. We have the last year's winner be the buffer between the tallying. Mm -hmm. So that's usually what happened. So I, um, Nate won the first year. No, I won the first, or uh, of the, as far as, or like, no. What? How <laughs> many years is it now? I know. Like the first time we really started taking it into account, I was the first winner. Then Nate was the second year winner, and then it was Ian Ryland Smith this year. So, yeah, yeah, depends on the. I always get scared around uh, Ian Ryland Smith because his initials <laughs> are IRS. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I've got some roast jokes coming up for him. <laughs> got some stuff. Oh man, and and roasts are so fun. Your, oh, yeah. yours was the best. Oh, I had a blast. Doing that, that was one. so so cool. I've had the pleasure of being a part of a few a few roasts. Yeah, and it's always a tricky thing because it's like I I am honored to be a part of it, but sometimes the people that are are putting it together, you know them, but you don't know them well enough that it's that the inside jokes are going to crush. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're you're honored to be a part of it but i'm like i don't know the ins and outs of this person like the other people do i'm just kind of like i'm just here surface level describing what i see <laughs> like but it's always fun it's how do you always... describe your comedy uh ooh, um a, a, a amalgamation of things that i've been influenced by which is impressions uh odd observations and dry humor so kind of like what i've always done is tried to mix what i was influenced by on saturday night live and try and turn that into a stand-up set i don't know it's it's crazy because i feel like i've been watching a lot of like interviews with comedians about how they write material like stephen wright talked about it on conan's podcast Mm -hmm. about how stephen wright talked like this yeah he goes I just notice things and I write it down. That's all he said. <laughs> and I'm just I like, that's saw, it. Saw a man the other day had wooden feet and real legs. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this restaurant had breakfast at any time, so I ordered French toast during the Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> that is clever. I like that. <laughs> But I have to say, in your answer starting off, uh, in 184 episodes of this show, that's the first time I've heard amalgamation. The, that word? For that word in this show. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, I, I, I like using that word instead of mix or mm-hmm. uh, combination. Like, I love amalgamation. Right. It's a fun word to say. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't have mix 93.7 anymore because it went right. back to KKRC, but uh, wouldn't that have been a, a great tag on amalgamation? I've used it. Right. <laughs> they're, they're also, shout out, I was listening to uh, Kello FM on the way here. The DJ during the afternoons, I can't tell if he's 60 or if he's 25. I cannot tell. <laughs> well, you know, I talk like this, but, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> like, Wouldn't it be great, uh, because I love to do impressions as well, if the people that we know mm-hmm. were famous... Right. So you could get a big laugh out of doing a local imitation. Yeah. You know, uh, you can hit a few of them from time to time. But, right. Uh, man, you know, I just, well, I, I make fun of uh, my friend Brian Allen on occasion. Oh, Brian. Yeah, yeah Brian's great. Of, he is. He's a super, super guy and uh, a great newscaster as well. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he and I are both kind of old school when it comes to news. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I think we're similar in age. And. When he's reading a story, you just know it's the most important story you've ever heard today. Right. Until he reads the next one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've always tried to figure out, like, the, my, my, my Brian impression is still not quite there. Because I, 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 when I watch New Cat, Newscastle, I feel like I'm on the trigger. I'm almost there, but I can't quite. I'm just like, yeah. Well, you used to work with some of these people, too. Yeah, for a couple yeah. months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, they still talk about you. Really? Because, uh, you know, Emily and I were on uh, a week or two before our Vaughty show. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> both 
uh, Thor and uh, Aaron Doudna said, oh, yeah, Zach was in here just a week back or something like that. <laughs> and in fact, uh, you know, he's doing impressions and so forth. And uh, Duda says, yeah, he does pretty mean you. <laughs> I said, well, I know it had to have started with fantastic. <laughs> Did he say yes? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Such fun stuff. But uh, we're going to have more fun throughout the summer. You are going to be how busy, though? I mean, band, I, I, bands, comedy. I should really look through my calendar. I'm doing I'm doing some random stuff. Uh, still doing more comedy, mm-hmm. um, more open mics, trying out more stuff constantly. Um, I will, I have a goal that I've I've kind of I've put it out there. Uh, man, of trying to manifest it right now is um, try and film a special uh, at some point mm-hmm. in town, like do a GoFundMe or something and right. get it going, and just so I can put it on YouTube and. See if it blows up or whatever and be the next Matt Rife, except not full of it. Um, or <laughs> to not... most which people in this area were saying, who's Matt Rife? Right. <laughs> he's cut. He's ripped. Yeah. Maybe that's... he's funny. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I, he's funny. He's funny. It's, it's one of those things like I'm glad that we had a lot of friends when that popped out that news popped out that matt was coming to town when all of a sudden all these people that don't pay attention to our comedy scene started caring Mm. and i i have friends that are just like hey you know you could have been going to shows for a long time just saying like 10 years even so the fact that you just care about this now because this guy's tiktok famous it's like shut up (laughs) like come on (laughs) whatever happy that the show sold out you know that's awesome that's awesome for uh for matt and the pavilion everyone everyone involved but i mean i would love to see more of a explosion of comedy uh being drawn our way more so yeah uh so you mentioned you're uh, wanting to do a special with yeah. comedy you've been doing some film stuff lately though too haven't you uh yes uh john barnes uh is working on a film called lock and key and uh, I play the main character Simon, uh, who is just trying to trying to find love, trying to find anything. <laughs> There's a lot of references to things that are are like poop related. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to give too much away, but it's it's like a it's a comedy set in the 1800s. It's just kind of it's just a super wacky out there, uh-huh. good time. And John's just a riot to work with. So, and it's been great. Scott Pearson's uh, 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 been working with him too, and. Obviously, they they worked together on the Caribou Show back in the day, yeah. so it's been great to get to work with them, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. So, getting to do my acting chops again mm-hmm. has been pretty good. Um, Improv Falls, as we mentioned earlier, on a, a summer hiatus. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I do have to tell a story about uh, one of your cohorts from that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so you know, uh, weekend before the last weekend, uh, we had the. Vaudy's benefit show for MCAP. Yes, yeah. Chris Andrews sends me a message a day or two before the show. Says, hey, sorry, can't make it. Going to be out of town. I believe he's actually in Hawaii. Yeah, right. he's out of town. Well, He sent photos. Yeah. And uh, he says uh, in that message, but I do wish you bodily harm on your lower torso. <laughs> you know, his uh, clever way of saying break a leg. Well, so we've got the show ready to go for the most part. And then the fire dancers say, can we move the speakers out a little bit further so our apparatus doesn't hit them and so forth? Okay, yeah, but you're going to have to do the muscle part and help me move them. 
and then we uh, on one side of the stage we got everything laid down again on the other side where the sound stuff that i would be running and you know being part of the show uh was uh, that didn't get gaffed back oh no and so i hit the uh show intro emily cups up on cue it cues me i go and i have neuropathy in my legs so i don't feel much too often oh. i had no idea my legs were tangled up in cords oh no and i tripped and fell and rolled luckily upstage and not off stage oh no yeah yeah uh, but uh, my only comeback was the fact that I had that little clapperboard with me. Right, yeah. So I got up and go, take two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I'm, I'm already planning a line for Chris for the next Improv Falls show Perfect. for your blind lines. I'm not going to say it because he does listen occasionally. Right. But I've got it. I'll tell you after we're finished. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so in case you see it, you hand it to him then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me know, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll just like tap him on the shoulder yeah. and tell him to take it. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, my friend. Uh, always a pleasure. Likewise. You know that, and uh, you are such a good friend and such a great guy and a great comedian. I appreciate and, you having me on. Yeah. And, and, well, and, I, yeah. I appreciate everything you do for me as well. It's, it's always fun uh, getting together, even if it's for nothing. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Just to shoot the bull. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, we always end with two questions. Second question doesn't always get answered because the first one might take care of it. Question number one is, when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? I go to so many concerts. Uh, <laughs> I love going to just uh, as many as I can. Uh, How many would you hit in a year? Uh at least 20 20 or so if i'm not at 20 there's something wrong yeah covid uh <laughs> but i did no, that was 19 oh right oh right <laughs> just about missed the mark on that but no i, I there's a website called setlist.fm uh -huh. where you uh they list uh every artist's set list uh from the show the venue the time you name it it's on there i keep track of every set list uh, I write down the set list for every show that I go to for the most part. And it says, is, uh, um, if my calculations are correct, I've attended at least 415 concerts in the last... Wow. Uh, I started going to concerts in 2008, so 15 years. Woo. Uh, well, technically, 415 bands. Okay. Three or four in one show. Right. So, divide it. It's like 200-ish, 300. Yeah. And I love it. I'm proud of myself yeah. for that. And a couple bands I've seen about 10 times. Uh, Weird Al 6. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty proud of that. That's setlist nerdery is my thing. <laughs> and also another thing um, that I, I entertain myself with is quizzes and crosswords, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. They're fun. Um, yeah. Nate Holtz always tells people about my superpower that if you uh, give me a famous celebrity, I'll tell you if they hosted SNL and who the musical guest was. That's right. So, I've heard that about you before. So, and I know that uh, in in many ways you have a, uh, a photographic memory. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for all those concerts you've been to and, and knowing all those set lists, what people that haven't seen you as a musician don't know is that uh, you know every one of them. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> you are a music library. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, and and like there are some times where I'm like, you don't need to write a set list down for me. I've got to memorize. Yeah. It's fine. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah there's been a couple times 
where I'm basically just um, actually I've gone to shows. I went to a couple shows where phones were not allowed at the shows. Mm-hmm. I saw Jack White uh, from the White Stripes and all of the other groups that he's in. Um, he does not didn't allow phones at the shows. So I brought a pen and notepad to write the oh set my. list down. I'm that wow. nerdy. And then yeah. I got back home, put the transcribed the notes into my phone. And uh, yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, weirdo. Uh, so uh, the other question then is any other hobbies? Uh, what else? Pretty much everything I love doing, I've made it into a uh, something I can do on the side for money or for fun mm-hmm. in front of people. So I don't know. It's hard to say. Okay. We'll go with that. Crosswords. Yeah, yeah, crosswords and and quizzes, that kind of thing. All righty, that works then. Uh, In the meantime, people can come laugh at both of us and Emily Wilson next Friday night, June 23rd, 7 p.m. doors at 5.30 at Bosses in Tea. That's correct. All right. You are correct, sir. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that SNL skit, too. (laughs) Dana Carvey does such a good Johnny Carson. He's like, I had too many Brooklyn hookers at their crook and nook. <laughs> Excuse me. True story. Oh, God. I remember one of my favorite uh, Carson bits was uh, <laughs> when he said that the, there was a, you know, because he went to uh, high school in Norfolk, Nebraska. Yeah, I, I went visited his house. We have. Okay. I yeah. haven't yet. I oh, want sure. to. Uh, but then, you know, Big Town was Lincoln. Right. And... Uh, they called one gal that uh, was always at the uh, Lincoln Theater. I uh, can't remember what her name was, but <laughs> they said, uh, well, she's the one that uh, everybody wanted to get back for Lincoln's death because everybody wanted to take a shot at her. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing that. I can't remember the exact words, but just to, to give you the gist of, of how he worked, man, it was awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you, young man. Thank you, Dave. See you for sure next Friday, if not beforehand. I'll see you then. All righty. Take care. Thanks, Dave. And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does, while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Exo Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exochiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks again to the great guests, Valerie Ahrens and Zach Dresch. And of course, thank you for listening, downloading, sharing, and following on social media. And also thanks for the cups of coffee that you can get on DaveHollyHour.com. Appreciate that. If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
Uh, either one automatically gets you entered for Pizza with a Podcaster. We're up to 184 episodes now. You want to hear any one of them? You can go online at DaveHollyHour.com. And uh, as well, if you're looking for a particular guest, there is a search bar. And when that person's name come up, it'll tell you all the episodes they've been in. All righty, that's going to do it. As for the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Art South Dakota says, home is where the art is. And as I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, And for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 